Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, myself, Mark Henry, and Bully Ray dive into Elimination Chamber from this past Saturday. And boy, what a show that was. we got to get into the main event, and we will, between Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn. Also... We get into the finish of Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley. All that right now on the Busted Open Podcast. What a fantastic elimination chamber on Saturday night. Mark, I'll start with you. I mean, that was one of the best WWE pay-per-views in a while. It's been a long while. Um, Incredible. Had me on the edge of my seat. Uh, I thought the drama of the main event was incredible. Uh, a lot of people, when I saw this, that they didn't like the Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar. I loved it. I don't know, maybe it's me, but you know, like you want to see two big guys go at it, but you don't always need a finish. You don't always need it. And I thought that they did the best that they could do with what they had. Um, Listen, the Elimination Chamber match, uh, Seth Rollins is a G. Like, let's just go and put that out there. Seth Rollins is one of the top guys in the game. And his Montez Ford elevated himself last night uh, at the pay-per-view. I watched last night, uh, <laughs> and I thought that it was incredible. Like, the, the the women, I told you, Oscar was my pick. She needed that. It made me feel like, yes, there's hope. And, I mean, they they didn't miss. They didn't miss. They they, they went into that damn pay-per-view going, oh, yeah, y'all think we, you, you forgot? And, and they did it. It was a hell of a match. It was a hell of a show. And then Edge and Beth Phoenix against the Judgment Day. I'm sure we'll get into that match. But Bully, I think what we're probably going to start with and what a lot of people are going to want to talk about this morning was the main event between Roman and Sami Zayn. Leading up to the Royal Rumble of this year, I feel like the WWE was driving the family truckster. Isn't that out of uh, a vaca- vacation? Vacation, right? yes. You're, yep. Yeah. 
leading up to the Royal Rumble, they were all driving in the uh, in the family truckster. And then the morning of the Royal Rumble hit and Triple H got out of the car and he said, come on, gang, let's go. And they all jumped into the family Lamborghini or Ferrari or whatever the hell you want to call it. Because as of the Royal Rumble, the WWE has really put their foot on the gas uh, company wide. And last uh, and two nights ago at the Elimination Chamber, they put on one of their best pay-per-views in a long time from opening match to closing match in the main event. I have so many things that I want to talk about from that main event. And I, and I hope our listeners this morning truly have their ears open because I think that once we start talking about it, I, I'm hoping that this morning is one of those mornings where everything that we preach on this show finally comes to fruition in which people can go, oh, okay, that's what these guys always talk about when it comes to characters and when it comes to stories. Because I'm just going to ask the both of you one thing, and I, I want to prime what we're going to talk about with the main event of the Elimination Chamber by asking this. When it came to Roman and Sammy, what move or moves stick out to you that they did in that match? For me, there isn't one. <laughs> Mark? Mark? Ugh. I, I think Sammy giving Roman uh, a Superman punch and going into a cover mm. was awesome. Okay. Uh, but it was more the wrestling and story and the 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 jockeying for position that made me go, oh my god, this is like old school wrestling. And but, I miss but wait, it. But I, how could it be? But, how could it be old school wrestling when it's the main event of a pay per view in twenty twenty three? How could that possibly work, Mark? You, you know what, Billy? You you the sarcasm in your voice is excellent. Because it fucking works still. Yeah. It works. You can get by on having an old school wrestling match, maybe with a couple of little speed up moments. But the I told Dave the drama of the finish and the after was just as good as the entire match. I, I asked you guys about the moves, Dave. You could not remember one particular move that stood out to you. Mark, you mentioned a Superman punch, probably because we've never seen Sammy do a Superman punch before. My point is, I can't remember any moves that these guys did. They didn't do anything. Now, people are going to sit back and go, what do you mean, Bubba? What do you mean they didn't do anything? Mark, you know what I'm talking about. No hot, they, no hot spots. They didn't do anything. And the more over your character is and the better the story, the less you have to do in the match. You know what they did last night? They hit the gas. They came off. They hit the gas. They came off. And they made sure that the registering of the moves, the selling of the moves but more importantly, the stories that they told with their facial expressions carried the way. 
And then every once in a while, they threw something in. I was about seven minutes, eight minutes deep into the match where I first said to myself, oh, my God, they're not doing anything. Yeah. They were doing a shoulder tackle spot or yeah. a, a clothesline or that. Then Sammy decided, okay, I'm going to do a dive outside. Got a good reaction through Roman back in, whatever. And then, you know, Roman did his little drop kick thing on the apron. But, but for the most part, none of that stuff went on. It stayed in the ring. They told their story. And those guys proved that in 2023, you can take what they were doing a hundred years ago and make it still work. Bully. Two, two times house show spots. You know how I always say, like, sometimes I'll get into the crowd and and you won't you normally you don't do that on a pay-per-view. You wanna want the action in the ring, you wanna keep it keep it moving. What did they do? Before they did the drive-by spot with the drop kick on the apron, they went out to the family on the floor. They had an interaction with the wife and the family. And then that's when Roman hit the bang, get him on the apron, drive by, they get back in, they do Savadat. And it's, it's, it's a trip that you got to see that at a pay-per-view because that normally never happens. And then they did it again later on, probably in the, in the last eight to 12 minutes and Roman started to talking. He started to preaching. He started walking him down. There was a minute and a half, almost two minute stretch where they didn't touch. Roman was talking that shit. And brother, I was leaned in trying to hear him. I told you, Dave, they had me leaning in. Yeah, and, and and first of all, there's a lot to what you're saying. You know, when you're talking about not touching, think about how long it was before they touched when once the match started. Like, do you, yeah. Dave, do you know the level of professional you have to be? Do you know the level of patience you have to have? Do you know how in tune you have to be with an audience for the bell to ring on the main event of a pay-per-view in the WWE and you don't do anything, you sit there and you let them boil. There was a time during after the bell rang where all of the fans in Montreal sat down and they were waiting for something to happen. So you know what Roman decided to do? Nothing. I'm going to sit here and wait longer. And then I'll wait longer because now Roman knows the longer we wait, the more they're going to start to boil on their own. And I'll be damned if that's not exactly what happened. So many wrestlers today are uncomfortable with the silence in the arena. Roman wasn't. And obviously Sammy wasn't. Sammy was following Roman, but Sammy knew exactly what Roman was doing. And what happened? What did the crowd do once they locked up? Exploded. And when you can get a crowd to explode, pop, or react the way they did on your lockup, lock 
you, my friends, have them in the palm of your hand. You can do whatever you want with them. Yes or no, Mark? Yes, yes, and yes. Four minutes, 14 seconds, standing six to eight feet away from each other. Standing there. Four minutes. That's that's over. That's being super over. And when they did, like you said, they erupted. Roman allowed, he allowed the crowd to chant. The heat was when he took it away from them by downing Sammy and then looking at him like. And he went, shh. He put oh the one in the God. air. He put the one in the air and then went, shh, and shush in the place. And they hated him for that. Oh, man, he worked the shit out of them last night. He, 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 it was last night for me. I'm going to keep Well, just say, you know night. what? You just say this weekend, this past weekend. Um, <laughs> you know. This weekend. I, I tweeted out during the match about how great Roman is with not doing anything. And I mean, like what you guys are talking about, how stone-faced he was in those four minutes and 14 seconds that you're talking about, Mark. Like, he didn't react to that crowd at all. He didn't turn around and yell at the fans. He didn't go blue. Like, he just stood in the ring stone-faced. Like, almost like it was beneath him. I'm that better was than even, you. Yeah, like, it was almost like it was beneath him that he's in this pos- position. And you talked about the drawing with his drawing with his wife. Like, again, he didn't go blue. <laughs> it wasn't screaming at his wife. It wasn't, like, cursing at his wife. He was saying... I was here to help you. I was trying. Like, he could have helped you. You could have been a part of this. You know, I gave you an opportunity to be a part of this bloodline for you, for your family. Like, it was almost like he was pleading his case to Sammy's family. He didn't. He wasn't screaming at him. He wasn't cursing at him. He, you know, he was like, I, I gave you this opportunity, and he didn't take it. This is on him. This isn't on me. Like... That's the narrative of a story. That's how you prolong a story. That's another chapter in this story. Like, I I thought it was beautiful storytelling during that match on Saturday night. You just used the word beautiful, Dave. I took a lot of notes on the main event. I wanted to write down things that stood out to me, and I wanted to write things things that made me feel a certain way. I don't know if you guys can see it on my camera, okay? But I'm going to try to show it to you right here. And Dave, if you can, I want you to read it to the nation. Right here, this line, what does it say? I wanted to cry. You know how you guys are always busting my balls about how unemotional I am? Watching that main event, I wanted to cry. I wanted to cry because I was watching professional wrestling done the right way. Not because I say it's the right way, but Mark, you can back me up a little bit Because it was the right way. And I'm going to tell you, (laughs) I can't believe I'm even saying this shit. It reminded me of Brett and Taker. 
the match did not have to have constant movement. They worked the crowd as well as each other. That's what we're missing in wrestling today. You have to be able to not just work, but work the crowd. The whole point is to get them to feel. We're working for you. And that's what you got to see last night or this weekend at a high level. I don't know if if they'll ever have the opportunity to work that style again, especially at a pay-per-view. But they can always say, for the rest of their careers. You remember that match we had in Montreal? That's the kind of match they had. And Sammy didn't need to win the match. Like I'm sure, I'm sure when Sammy's career is all said and done, when they ask him what match, what's the match that defined your career? What was the highlight of your career? I would be shocked if it's not him going back to what we saw this past Saturday night. Last this past Saturday night, you mentioned the word beautiful. A thing of beauty is a joy forever. John Keats said that white men can't jump. That was a beautiful match that made me want to cry because I was reminded once again that there are a few guys still left that understand how to do this the right way. People love to talk about five star matches. Sammy Zayn versus Roman Reigns. In the main event of Elimination Chamber, that was a five-star match. That is five-star storytelling. That is a five-star performance. Because everything they did made sense. Every facial, any move, any everything played to the story. Heyman on the outside reacting the way he looked. Mark shaking his head. Because, go ahead, Mark. Take over. I was I was just going to say that. I was just going to say Paul Heyman looked exhausted. He looked mentally fried. Oh, my God. This uh, We're going to lose. We're going to miss our rest. I can hear words with the expressions that Paul was making. Brother, we saw a masterpiece, and I'm looking forward to seeing more of the critiques on the socials about that match. And if they do not put Paul Heyman in there, they're missing the boat. They're missing it because all of the parties involved were important. And they had the high spots when you had the the Usos come out and the but the drama between Roman and Jay and Jay and Sammy, like those were the high spots. Well, I mean, but, but Mark, you said it. The one thing that you remembered was the Superman punch, a punch. And Mark, I a wouldn't punch. even call those high spots. Those are run-ins. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't even think the word high spot existed in that match. And you want to talk about, I know know we got to take a break, Dave. Uh, You want to talk about everybody playing their job, obviously Roman and Sammy and both Usos 
and Heyman, the refs, all right? But how about Michael Cole? Unbelievable performance by hey. Michael Cole on Saturday. Hey. Like when, when I just got goosebumps because when they were doing the entrances and Michael Cole talked about Bruno San Martino and said that Bruno San Martino was champion for eight years, okay? And the man to finally beat Bruno was Ivan Koloff, who was from Montreal. Holy shit. We are talking about Bruno San Martino and Ivan Koloff when referring to the main event that we are about to see with Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn. Go back and tell a young Sami Zayn and a young Roman Reigns that one day your main event match will be compared to the night that the Russian bear, Ivan Kola, <laughs> defeated the longest reigning WWF champion of all time. Well, and, and, and you know what? And and this was really told, and this is, I mean, you know, you said that you wanted to cry. I used the word beautiful. Like Mark is talking about what he remembered from Saturday. The pre-show going in, to Elimination Chamber, and Aria Hawani and uh, Peter Rosenberg did a fantastic job because Aria Hawani is from that area, and he grew up going to that arena to watch pro wrestling. And Aria Hawani was, like, screaming and yelling about how this could change history because most people, when they think about Montreal, they think of the Montreal screw job, and they think about it's something that's tainted, and it's something that's negative, and all that could change tonight. And, like, he's talking about all the matches and everything that he's seen and how this could completely change the perception of wrestling in Montreal. And I tweeted this out, and I know it's early, and I know sometimes I can let my feelings get the best of me. But I said that this is, so far this year, and I know we're early into the year, this is shaping up to be the best year for the WWE since 2002. And what what match did we see at WrestleMania in 2002? In Toronto, The Rock and Hogan. And that beginning of that match on Saturday night reminded me of Rock and Hogan. Just standing in the ring and let the and let the audience tell you the story. And a reminder, Rock and Hogan is the greatest WrestleMania match of history. Don't believe me? Go back and listen to it. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 
15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. NFL fans, right now on the SXM app, hear in-depth coverage of your team with the Believe Podcast Network on Sirius XM. It's all the analysis, all the breakdowns that matter to you, hosted by the players who played for your team and the fans who eat, sleep, and breathe it. 32 diehard fan bases, 32 podcasts. The Believe Podcast Network on Sirius XM. B-L-E-A-V. Search Believe in, followed by your team on the SXM app, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. But, Mark, you just said something that I got to disagree with. And it's rare that you and I disagree about something. Usually that's bully. But, but Mark, I disagree with you that I really feel the way that this story is being told is that Cody needs to win. Cody needs that moment at WrestleMania. Like, I don't think it works if it happens the next night on Monday Night Raw. Like, I feel like this whole story. Now it's. Now there's even more pressure on Cody because of what just happened this weekend. Because now you're underdog. The ones that the fans were behind. The ones that they're just like, we don't think he could do it, but my gosh, we want to see him try. And what a moment would be if he could beat Roman. And he didn't. He failed. So now it's like all the pressure is on Cody at WrestleMania. Because, man, if that doesn't happen, where does that leave Cody moving forward? Uh, Dave, he, Cody is going to get his. I mean, I'm sure that his contract is not for just this next week. Yeah, pull your mic he's, closer. He's okay. Cody. Cody's going to have all the opportunities in the world. He don't have a one week deal. It's not a ten day contract like the NBA. So he's going to have his moment, and if if he doesn't happen. At Mania, I don't think people should get down and be like, "Oh, it's never gonna happen." It's never gonna happen. Dave, it's stop. never gonna. Mark, if it, I, I really, I hope I'm. Doc if it Brown, ha- Doc Brown, and Marty McFly got lucky that they knew when the lightning was gonna strike. Lightning will strike. On night two of WrestleMania in Hollywood, and will strike in the middle of that ring, whether or not the WWE decides to bottle it or whether or not they know how to catch it and harness it. Now, I know for a fact they know how to catch it and harness it. They've done it before. 
whether or not they right. do it that night. If Cody loses, Mark, in my opinion, every last ounce of goodwill and babyface sympathy and between Dusty and the injury and everything is gone. That's my opinion. I also think wow. fans will get pissed because, and I could be wrong on this, but I don't think I am. I think fans will be like, well, then why did they have Sammy win in Montreal at Elimination Chamber? If all this was to set up Cody and Roman and then Roman beats Cody, then why not pull the trigger and have that moment in Montreal for Elimination Chamber? Because maybe, now I'll give you the, I'll give you the counterpoint to that one, Dave, because Let's maybe go. the WWE is not ready for Sammy or Cody to be the guy. And then your comeback is going to be, well, if not Sammy and not Cody, then who? Well, hold on. Well, if not, if not Sammy and not Cody, then who? What did Hulk Hogan say before he was supposed to go out and lose to Sting? Not today. Not today, brother. Not today. Maybe the WWE feels that, listen, Hogan and Sting built up for a year, and then all of a sudden... They get to that night and things change. Maybe the plan is Cody or it was supposed to be Sammy, yada, yada. Things change. Maybe neither one of them are in the cards to beat Roman. Maybe they want Roman to beat Bruno's record. Well, listen, that is possible. But I'll say this. After Saturday in Montreal, that was your lightning in the bottle. They didn't go through with it. Roman retained. Sammy's never going to get that moment again. I'm sorry. Like, it's just not going to happen. That, you're, you're never going to get a bigger moment than the, than what we saw on Saturday. Would you agree with that for Sammy? Yes. I would and, and the reason I agree with that. The reason I agree with that is because of location. Yes. And the moment, the crowd, like everything was like perfectly aligned. You're not going to get that again. I feel Cody at WrestleMania is the same thing. Like, I feel like, well, so what do you do then? So, like, he's already talked about it. He's talked about his dad, and he talked about, like, he's got an emotional ring. He's cried. You had that amazing segment with Paul Heyman. Like, if he fails at WrestleMania, you can't rewind and, and then tell that story again. You can't go there again. Now, you might be right, Bully. Maybe they have bigger plans, which I don't even know what that could possibly be because I don't know who on this roster right now could supersede what we're seeing with Cody. I really don't. I think Cody, outside of Roman, could be the only person I see right now that could be the face of the WWE at a time where they really don't want a face for the WWE. I, I think Cody's the only one. But you can't, like you said, there is no time machine. You can't go back on this. If they tell this story and it leads up to that WrestleMania match and Cody doesn't have that WrestleMania moment, to me, the story is finished and now you move on to somebody else. Hmm. What do you think, Bully? But my, my, my point was maybe it's going to be Roman moving forward. Maybe they want to stick with Roman. Maybe the Roman story is bigger than anything else here. I do agree with what you're saying, Dave. If not Sammy, if not Cody, then who? 
if not the mass superstar or Spirius Aaron or any other heel that faced <laughs> Bruno, then who? Roman is doing good numbers for the WWE right now. They left that strap on Bruno because of the great numbers that Bruno did for the WWE back then. And the, and the draw that he was. Correct. So maybe it's not the right time to take it off of Roman. I'm just giving you point counterpoint because in wrestling we can do this with just about anything maybe the wwe got really lucky maybe the only plan they had was for cody because it seemed like the for the longest time that it was okay it's cody but then all of a sudden sammy out of nowhere right and they're like holy shit look at this we got sammy too wow that this just happened to happen but maybe the plan is to stick with roman now, I know all this stuff like Roman going to take some time off, vacation, family, yada, yada, maybe come back, mania next year, rock. But maybe the plan is not Cody. Uh, Dave, I agree with your arguments for Cody. This is not a I don't agree with you and you have to make a point. I'm just wondering your thought process. Everything that you just just said about Cody, about the late night talk shows, that's all peas and carrots to the steak and potatoes, which is, okay, here's the numbers that Cody does on house shows. Here's the numbers that Cody does on merchandise. Here's his quarter hour uh, breakdown on Monday Night Raw. Here's his minute by minute on Raw. And oh, by the way, he looks nice in a suit. That's that's your presentation for Cody. This is why Cody Rhodes deserves to get the one, two, three over Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Anything less than that, no matter. And and, and I'm sorry. And I'm sorry. For, and and then Mark, I'll go to you. I'm sorry. That's the reason why Sami Zayn didn't win this past Saturday in Montreal. That's why you're not going to see Sammy in the main event. It would have made for a really cool moment for wrestling fans, but I don't think it would have generated anything extra for the WWE. That's just a fact. Go ahead, Mark. Dave, there's two trains of thought too. There's two wrestling companies. There's a company that has a heel at the, at the helm. And there's a company that has a baby face that everybody's chasing to 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 knock him off uh storyline we've gone now over 2 years is it, or 3 years with Roman Reigns as the heel captain of the ship when you make an about face and you put a baby face guy at the helm the number one thing you got to do is make sure he stays healthy. A heel, you can always do the smoke and mirrors, have the have the Usos, have Paul Heyman bring in a, a heater to help. Like, you can do all kind of stuff as a heel. But when you're a babyface t- com- company, that babyface got to be on every show. He got to stay healthy. And... Cody, he just got here, and he already had an injury. Don't think that that kind of stuff don't creep into the minds Mm. of the office. Like, damn. Like, 
we got to keep this dude healthy. If, if we're going to switch everything, we got we to gotta commit, fully commit. And are they willing to do that? Wow, even, great point, Mark. Even, and, and to Mark's point about the injury, Mark, remember in the opening uh, of uh, Roman and Sammy when Sammy threw Roman over the top rope? Yeah. That's a big bump to take with Mania right around the corner. That's one of those bumps that it's a big bump. We'll do it every single night, but you never know when you could twist an ankle or pop a hip, things that you don't want to do with Mania right around the corner. I even found myself going, I cringed a little bit because you don't want to get hurt at this. As big of a match as the chamber was, you don't want to get hurt at this show. Bro, I, I did it. I, there you I, go. I've been there. And me and Benoit going to WrestleMania in the main event. And I dislocated my shoulder. Going over the top to the floor. No shit. Damn right I did. And then the next night, I threw a punch at Benoit. He did the cross face. Popped it out again. Son of a bitch. So wait a minute, this was, you were ECW champion at the time? Uh, This is like 08. Wait, when you said going to Mania with Benoit, just in a a regular match or a championship match? Championship, he was the champ. Okay, he was the champ. And and which Mania was this? This was going to be like 2007, 2008, somewhere in there. I can't remember the Do you remember the house show and how many weeks out you were from Mania when this happened? It was about two weeks before. Wow, uh, Mania, and, and then Mark, the next and week, Mark, the next Monday on TV, know. He, I threw the punch. He cross face, popped it out again. I had to do the Mel Gibson. I had to run on TV. I had to run my shoulder into the corner to pop it back in place myself, because we were on air main event. And then I had to bow out. I had to go have surgery. They had to go a completely different direction. So I I did not know or remember that story. So you understand what I'm saying when Roman went over the top last night. Exactly. Because, Dave, wrestlers, and Mark can most likely back me up on this. When mania season hits, right, wrestlers are in two modes, one of two modes. If you're not on WrestleMania – you're working your ass off. You're doing 450s. You're doing dives. You're doing whatever it can t- you have to do to wake the office up to go, me, look at me. Put me on WrestleMania, damn it. But if you already know that you're on the show, every show leading up to Mania, you're doing just a little bit and, less. And you can see <laughs> hey, that. brother, let's work that lock up, <laughs> for about three minutes then i'll grab a side headlock then maybe a little tackle i'll get a cover you kick out and i'll go right back to that headlock bro get it it makes sense it makes sense because that you're you're gonna be remembered for what you do at wrestlemania not what you do at a house show you know uh two weeks before wrestlemania all right eight seven seven thank you guys for sharing that stuff that's amazing that's what makes this show so so unique 
Hi, everybody. Christopher Mad Dog Russo here. Familiar? You should be. Well, now you can catch Mad Dog's Daily Bite each day as a podcast where you'll hear my thoughts and opinions on the biggest topics around the world of sports. NFL, baseball, golf, NBA, even the hockey. That you know you can count on. That's Mad Dog's Daily Bite. Drops daily anywhere you get your podcasts. And you can also hear me weekdays 3 to 6 Eastern on Mad Dog Unleashed, Sirius XM Channel 82, or anytime on the SXM app. This is the one that is a little bit controversial because a lot of people hating on the finish of Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley. I actually loved the finish of Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley. I'll even go a step further. I don't understand why anybody has a problem with the finish of Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley. It's great for this reason. First of all, it's another win for Bobby Lashley. He's now in that three-match series. He's 2-1. and one. He has the advantage. And Brock had to go low. He had to go with the low blow because he couldn't get out of the hurt lock. I, it actually showed a weakness for Brock Lesnar. If, if I'm Bobby Lashley, I'm on cloud nine because now I know, man, if I can get the hurt lock on Brock Lesnar, he can't get out. He had to cheat. He had to get himself disqualified because he couldn't get out of her. I don't understand why anybody would have a problem with that finish. What do you think? What do you think, Mark? I I, I don't understand it, Dave. I, I love the match. I I, I mean, uh, when when I heard some of the stuff or read some of the stuff on social media, I started getting pissed because I think that people are they really want Brock to just gloss, just beat Bobby. I don't, I don't understand why. Like, Bobby is, is um, he's not a, a true in-line babyface, but he's more of a babyface than Brock is. Like, where's the love? I mean, he's fought off MVP for trying to reform the Hurt Business, which is a heel faction and people tend to like scoff at that. Like Bobby is trying to trying to be a, a stand up baby face and it's not working. I don't know why. I I I'm at a loss. I mean maybe you could tell me why I think it's hate Brock. On Bobby so much. I think it's I think it's because of Brock. He's in there with Brock and people and Brock's a star and people just gravitate towards Brock. But you know what Mark, you said something, and I fully agree with you. You said you were getting pissed. Like, when you were reading some of the you know feedback of that match that you were actually getting pissed off, I, I was too. Like, and Bully, the one word that people were using that was really, like, the trigger word for me was unsatisfied. I was unsatisfied with that finish. You know what? I got a message for everybody who was unsatisfied with that. You know what it is? Go fuck yourself. That's my <laughs> message to people that feel that they're unsatisfied. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Dave, I was very unsatisfied by the match. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I was unsatisfied. What does that mean? I was unsatisfied. You know what? Sometimes you're going to be disappointed. Sometimes in life, I'm, you know, you know what, I, I'm. I actually have to sit down some of these wrestling fans like I would sit down a child. Like sometimes things aren't going to go your way. You know what? You're special to me, 
but you're not special to everybody else. Okay, you got to prove yourself in this world. And sometimes you're going to be disappointed. So for everybody who felt that they were unsatisfied with that finish, well, guess what? That's called emotion. That's an emotion. And now maybe you'll pay for a ticket to go see Brock and Bobby Lashley to see if maybe the next time you'll be satisfied with the finish. Oh, my God. Bully. I don't mean to sound like the old man, but my God, I want to take some of these people and just hit them with truth over the head. You don't get it. It's not about you and your satisfaction. It's about the big picture. And my God, I thought they told a great story. You know what? I'll go a step further. I was satisfied with the finish of that match. On How about that? How about that, asshole? I was satisfied with that finish on Saturday. <laughs> and Dave, fucking, just fucking losers. Case, Jesus. Just in case oh, the people who were unsatisfied forgot, what is your message to them? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> like, I, I mean, my God. I was unsat. Oh, what a... What a disappointing ending. I was unsatisfied. They tried to sound so smart. Oh, it was was so unsatisfied by the finish. And then you get the people that chime in on social media and they say, oh, they could have done it so much better. And then when you call them out and you say, okay, well, how could they have done it better? They, They got nothing for you. They got nothing for you. I was so unsatisfied. I've heard Bully and Mark, that was the underlining word that I saw all over social media. I mean, if you're one of LaGreca's first two wives, I can understand how you could use the word unsatisfied. Whoa. But you know what they did? Got to give them credit. They walked out. They walked out. Yeah, they walked out. So you know know what they did? Technically, they went and they fucked themselves. (laughs) They go fuck themselves. I thought, I thought, I thought it was the perfect ending to that match. Here's Brock Lesnar, the unbeatable beast that has no weaknesses. What's the weakness in Brock Lesnar? There is no weakness in Brock Lesnar. What did Bobby Lashley do? He got him with his with his finish. He he got him in the hurt lock. He got him. He found Brock Lesnar's weakness. How do I know? Because Brock Lesnar's like, I can't break out of this. I have to. I actually have to kick him in the nuts because I can't break out of this hurt lock. When was the last time you saw Brock Lesnar put in a submission hole that he could not get out of? I, I don't think I've ever never. seen that. I never saw that. Hell, I put it so unsatisfying. I'm so unsatisfied that the WWE decided to go someplace with Brock Lesnar that I've never seen before. I'm so unsatisfied. And you know what, Bully? You've said the one thing that's missing with Brock is that he's so good that he has no weakness. And sometimes you can't can't put any sympathy on Brock because he's so... You did say that. They they found... found uh, Bobby found his kryptonite. Bobby Lashley found Brock Lesnar's kryptonite on Saturday. There is the story moving into WrestleMania. And if you want to listen, Brock was getting booed at the end of the match because he had to do the low blow. 
Imagine if you go the route of rock of, of Brock bitching about the hurt lock saying, no, I'm not going into the match. If he's allowed to apply that hold. <coughs> now I'm, I'm just saying, have we ever seen Brock bitch and moan before? No, we've never seen we've we've seen him be condescending. We've seen him talk down to people, but but what you're saying, bully, we have not seen that from Brock. And all they need to do is run for the next six weeks with Bobby Lashley saying, "I put you in my hurt lock. You couldn't get out of it. You had to kick me in the balls." And then Bobby says, "Brock." At WrestleMania, I guarantee you don't break my hurt lock. Brock breaks the hurt lock F5123. Or Brock breaks the F5 uh, F the hurt lock F5 one two kick out and then Bobby beats him. Yada yada. It gets them to Mania with some kind of with some type of gimmicky match. The F5 versus the Hurt Lock or no DQ or last man standing. We're just trying to get these two guys to Mania. The, the, the one thing I don't get, this is the one thing I don't you get. You know what bully? unsatisfies me? The thought process of some wrestling fans, especially this guy, Kyler, that I've been uh, going back with all morning on social media. This what's, guy's a real rocket science. What's scientist. wrong with Kyler? What did Kyler? Yeah, want it, yeah. Is Kyler calling in? He's trying. Well, let's get him on. 877-344-4893. 877-Fight93. The one thing that I don't understand is Bray Wyatt. And we have to bring up Bray Wyatt because on SmackDown, he called out the winner of Brock and Bobby. I did not see that coming. I still don't understand why. And I don't know how they're going to factor in Bray Wyatt into the story between Brock and Bobby, especially since Brock and Bobby are on Raw and and Bray Wyatt's on SmackDown. SmackDown. I, I, I don't get it. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.